I believe with every fibre of my being that the course I have set out is the right one for our country and all our people. What has been achieved today is not Brexit. I don't believe this government has negotiated fairly or effectively. Brexit is a lose-lose situation. We have always followed the EU mandate. It is utterly unacceptable to anybody who believes in democracy. Hello and welcome to Brexit, the final countdown. We've got 52 days to go. Can you believe it, Martin? Ooh, can't wait. We're back in Central Lobby this week and it's a sensational return to our humble podcast by the newly appointed senior political correspondent of the Daily Express, Martin Brown. Welcome back. Thank you. Congrats Good on the new back. gig. Do you think that this podcast helped you secure the role? Maybe. Maybe it did. <laughs> uh, and I'm just Rebecca Hudson, so let's do this. Okay, Martin, this time last week, we were picking through like the hangovers of all those votes of the um, amendments, and then there was this kind of broad discussion about there being some broad consensus that we've got to try and find some alternative arrangements to the dreaded backstop. Cue a very weird WhatsApp group with the group chat admin being Kit Morthouse and this kind of Morthouse compromise that's kind of materialised over the last few days. What is it? Is this, is this the beginning of the end of the row about Brexit? I don't think it'd be the beginning to the end of the row about Brexit. I don't think that will ever happen. But Thank God, um, we've got a lot of podcasts other to, <laughs> <laughs> to get through. Yeah, the Malthouse compromise seems seems to have uh, united the uh, Tory party a little bit. The weirdest like group of people ever, Nicky Morgan and Rhys Mogg. Yeah, yeah. Weird, I know, bed, I mean, weird yeah, bedfellows. Remainers and... Hardline Brexiteers. And everyone in between. The whole thing sounds like a spy novel, the Malthouse Compromise, <laughs> the Jean Le Carré mo- um, spy novel. But <laughs> uh, anyhow, um, yeah, it seems to have united the, the Tory party and the government are making the right noises by setting up this working group, which we'll probably talk about We're in a little bit. We're going to talk about bit. it, yep. Um, essentially, the Malthouse Agreement is, is, is two-pronged. It looks at extending the transition period for an extra year going to December 2021. And then part A of it, or half of it, is um, looking at uh, an alternative backstop, um, free trade arrangement, um, looking at technology, technological... I mean... (laughs) Well, we've been here before. We we were here last week, yeah. Um, But it seems to have hit the right note with, um, (laughs) you know, some of the certainly some of the uh, ERG who who kind of have been proposing that in the past. Yeah, I mean, we I mean, we were talking about like yeah tech options last week and there's obviously this the fancy thing that Norway and Sweden do which is like because they're because Norway is not in the EU is it but it's in the single market and so they've got this like very clever system so we could try that. Yeah, I mean they have they have a really time. long, a much longer border than uh, Northern Ireland and Ireland, um, and what they do is they, when cars are crossing the border, they just a camera registers the number plate and they can just go straight through lorries. They have to do, they do the number plate recognition, but they have to do a series of checks, and they claim it takes about twenty minutes per, yeah, per, per lorry. lorry. Yes. So it can be done, and then yeah. there's this technology is already in place. So that, that but, is... And ready to implement on, in April? Ready, ready to implement? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's another question. But it's, it, the technolo- technology is available. And the then there's future technology as well, using satellites. Oh my God, which, the satellites which again, like Star like, Wars. Is, that doesn't oh, again, exist. this is part of the spy... Yeah, this is nuts. Compromise spy, spy novel. So. It would also be very expensive. Very expensive. But that's for way down the line. 
Yeah. So th there you is say well done the line, but this is this is what we have. These are our potential alternatives, right? Satellites in the sky, or we spend a lot of money using the Norway Sweden tech model. Yes. Yeah. It's better than a hard border, isn't it? Some would argue. Isn't it? Um, or the other option they have is just time limiting the whole thing, and that yeah. if we don't agree anything by, is that it? If we didn't get a better deal, we just what? There would be a hard border. So the government, the, basically, the government after last week's votes, the government or Theresa May said that there's basically three options: there's a time limit, um, a slight tweak to the agreement, or you know the technolo technological issues, which I, a word I can't seem to say properly. Not today. It's very noisy in this bit. Um, but Sabine Weyand, Weyand, the EU's deputy chief negotiator, literally retweeted a BBC fact check saying that the technology is not going to be ready and technology won't solve the, bo solve the border. So two of the four alternatives that the this group chat I've come up with isn't is deemed not plausible by the EU. Is that right, or is she just being hardline and making us steer into the abyss? Yeah, I think um, she's being a bit a bit naughty, um, a bit naughty there. there We've there all is, done it on Twitter. It, it depends who you, you speak with, but the technology is there. They they use it in in Norway, Sweden, and I mean, whenever you go through, you go into a car park and technology is there to check your number plate so it's not exactly rocket science at the moment is it so you're very okay. up for this tech solution well, i can tell you've never seen you so enthused where, where, <laughs> where there where there's a will there's a way and um i, d I don't i just don't i don't think that something that you know that's in place already is going to take too much um too much uh, but if it was doing. so easy to implement you'd have felt like we'd have maybe done it two years ago when it was David David yeah like Max Fack and all that stuff we've been talking about tech for ages and it was dismissed out of hand then Philip Hammond came up with Bitcoin that was dismissed out. I don't know it just feels yeah. they need you on the team you could be the new Wally Robbins I, how do you fancy oh, yeah, that right. you've got enough jobs actually as it is um, and then the other thing I've got here is the right to withdraw so that's just the unilateral exit mechanism from yeah. the backstop so what's what's that <laughs> Pass. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, the EU could have the right to withdraw from the backstop without an EU agreement. So that's just hard Brexit. Yeah, yeah. Right, great. Yeah. <laughs> that can't be your fourth answer. That's that they've got three solutions, haven't they? The fourth one can't be hard Brexit. That's what we're trying to avoid. So as we said at the beginning, the <laughs> the uh, org, a Yeah, because it's being taken WG. seriously because we've now got this thing. Yeah, the government is at she least loves making... She I, I don't know whether they're playing for time clock is ticking and all that but um the the government is certainly listening to um uh the, the aawg yeah so they met yesterday didn't they, they met yesterday they're the meeting office. today they're meeting tomorrow love it um and they're basically discussing um the malt house compromise okay and as we say it's made up of people like nikki morgan steve baker um ids is in there damian green so there's a, a broad church as it were okay and so she they are taking it seriously because obviously Theresa may is in northern ireland today she's yeah hanging out with ali and that's a lot of fun well she, that's going to be tomorrow oh, today tomorrow? she's what making she a today? speech to businesses in northern ireland and calming them trying, down yeah trying to allay fears that um you know that northern ireland is still Number one in her thoughts, and they don't. She, she doesn't want to have a hard border with the Republic of Ireland, and so she's yeah she's talking to business leaders. Second time she's been over there, just shows the current state of affairs. Really, she yeah. was there at the beginning trying to sell a Brexit deal, and now she's back okay, trying yeah. to allay fears. I and mean, then tomorrow, I from number ten was saying yesterday that she will be speaking with uh, politicians, Northern Irish politicians. 
Arlene Foster, I, I gather she might be having breakfast with her tomorrow morning. Good grief. Instead of doing PMQs tomorrow. Um, oh, yeah, I saw, like, what's more fun, stroppy yeah. Arlene Foster in the morning or Corbin in the afternoon? Who knows? What would you rather? I, know, I think, do, do you, well, hard <laughs> <laughs> neither. Yeah. But uh, um, the DUP seem to be in favour of the um, uh, malt house compromise. So... Yeah, but the but the Malt House Compromise isn't anything, is it? There's it's, nothing. It's There's nothing kind of at the mean, Like we're all talk- it's it's kind of empty. Like it's technology that we don't have that we haven't s- scoped. No. Or it's uh, dropping out of it. It's which a is thought a hard process Brexit. at the moment. Well, then there's this other thing. There's like special, unique solution. Yeah. Involving a mix of technology and custom. Like it's just all not. It's just like we're just wasting time, aren't we? Well, that's what Remainers are saying. That it's, yeah, it's. it's a ho- a ploy just to waste time. That's a great segue to my next question. Yeah, it's it's kind of uniting all all factions of the um, Tory uh, Brexit debate. Right. But again, it, as you rightly pointed out, there's not much there at the moment, concrete no. anyway, and it's just delaying time. Next week, we've got um, what's being dubbed the Valentine's Day Massacre to, oh, yes, to look forward night. to. Cancel your... Pizza Express dinner for yeah. two, or your Ottolenghi dinner, actually, that's more you, isn't it? Ottolenghi. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I assume you'll be here. The, the Ottolenghi book I had I, to go back, actually. Oh, why? It was an unwanted Christmas present, so. Oh, dear. Oh, so. the Express readers will love that, though. Yeah. Ottolenghi doesn't have a place on our bookshelf, does <laughs> no, it? No, no. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. Well, yeah, no, We've still no. got Nigella and Delia, exactly. though. Exactly. So. Thank God for them. Okay, fine. So you haven't got any, you, you're going to be here. Yes, yeah, so I'll be here. Um, there what's will be, happening? No, no what speed dating no are you doing? Um, so, Theresa May's going to come back with some kind of amended deal, oh. maybe next week. It could be a neutral deal that would go to the Commons... You've lost, you've lost your fluffy thing I've lost now. my fluffy thing. They're very lively for the benefit of the tape. These are very lively. I get a new fluffy thing for Valentine's Day. <laughs> we'll get you a nice pink um, one. The or with the Crusader on it. <laughs> and then yeah, and then there, there's potentially going to be some votes on Valentine's Day, which lovely. yeah could go badly wrong. Romance. Um, w- at which Ugh. point, if it goes badly wrong for Theresa May there, then we could see. Malt House compromise maybe taking effect even more. What compromise, Martin? Like, what does that mean? Well, it's just the name. What me- Reese Mogg will be coding with Nicky Morgan an yeah. algorithm to check number plates in the sky. Is that where we are? I think that's, where, think we could, we, that's where we could be going. Jesus. Okay, so that's on. That's that's look forward to next. Is that Thursday, Valentine's Day? Do you make a note? I don't know when it's it the is. Fourteenth. Fourteenth. Whatever that is. Next time. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> whatever day that is. Um, okay, so we're going to some bits. But seriously, have we had any word from Brussels that that they will consider our proposed alternative arrangements? Like last week when we had the lovely Sam Lister on the podcast, the vibe was no. And I think yesterday didn't Macron or France have said like they've got no one to renegotiate? Like no one's really answering the phone. We're it's getting sad Valentine's Day. We're getting mixed messages. Uh, yesterday we had Angela Merkel, who's over, I believe, over in Japan at the moment. She she was offered a somewhat of an olive, olive branch um, to Theresa May saying we can we can try and work this out but we still need to know what Britain wants um, she has said something along those lines before I think I mentioned that but on this podcast last week she was like everyone needs to stare into the abyss and feel the pain and I mean so she's kind of changed she's kind of softening then yeah I think th- Maybe at the end the of the day, at the end of the day the, we're getting we, we're 50 days away or whatever from Brexit day and 
Europe doesn't want to have a no deal. So Angela Merkel realizes that and she is saying that, hey, we can still work this out, but we need to know what Britain wants. Theresa May is trying to figure that out in Northern Ireland. Um, and maybe next week we'll find out what she... But all we know is we don't want what we've got, but we don't know what we want. I mean, it's like a typical Valentine's Day argument, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's not you, it's me, or it's you, it's not me. I don't know. Never, never got that far. And then I think the Hungarian Prime Minister um, also made some noises suggesting that, you know, that we're, we, we need to work this out. It can be worked out. But then the EU's negotiators, Martin Selmayr, yesterday he... He offered um, the potential of a uh, kind of a time limit that could be written into okay. um, the current um, withdrawal agreement. Withdrawal agreement, right? But also, he's in the same, almost in the same breath. He's basically said, but but not really. No, there's no no <laughs> negotiating. So uh, it's so going to mix messages be what, at like the if moment. If we don't figure this all out within three years, two years, whatever it was, we it's it's no it's no deal breakers. No, Theresa May is going to be going back to Brussels perhaps later this week or maybe next week Okay. Um, with with whatever she comes up with. The findings of this AAW, what is it? Findings of org, findings of her talks in Northern Ireland this week. And she could go back to Brussels and slap it down on the table and say, this is what we've got, what can you give us? Okay. I'm not going to say last chance saloon because I still like think that. we might have one or two more of those oh, as we get. This will, this will go down to the wire. Do it you really will, think yeah, that? Yeah, it really will. Why? It's just, well, you that's what happens with negotiations, isn't it? Whether it's if you're buying a house or you're buying yeah. buying anything, really. really? You just, well, I've never had this problem in Topshop. I've never. <laughs> well, maybe not in a shop, but if you're, if you're haggling in a market... Or yeah, ha- oh, that argument. Yeah, okay, fine. But, but it happens so. But, but yeah, but this isn't a market, is it? This is this is the top shop is, of shopping. This isn't the souk in Marrakesh where you're looking for like some yeah. knockoff feeler trainers. Um, okay, fine. Right. Just back to this whole winding down the clock thing, though. Is could Theresa May not be winding down the clock to just force the deal in its current form through? Because obviously we know we also know that from those amendments last week, there's no type for no deal. So. Hard Brexiteers could be winding on the clock to get no deal, but could it be that we just don't get anything out of Europe, and then by the end of March, when we're looking at no deal Brexit and no more cars and all that other bad stuff, um, that actually then she puts her her plan to the Commons again and it passes? There's a lot of could that clock, be a thing? There's a lot of clock winding from all parties, so and let's face it, everyone everyone isn't refusing to, to but that could be a inch. plan that could be a plausible political theory no yeah no? but that's just the way it works everyone's refusing to budge an inch and everyone will try and drag out their their argument as long as possible and we'll finally get into probably into deep into March and we'll get we'll finally get a are you going compromise. away in March I've just had a terrible no I'm not going you're anywhere. not going anywhere no. now no. you're definitely not are you no, just no we're not allowed to Three, no, we're under a three-line three line whip. Three, yeah, total attendance in March. Yeah. Good, okay. What's happening with the Labour Party? Caroline Flint's warmed up, hasn't she? She's like hug a Tory these days. Well, last week after the Yvette Coup, remember, it seems like an age ago now. The, today um, was the day that they were going to take back control. Labour um, voted, or some Labour rebels voted against that. Good in Caroline Flint among other Labour MPs and 
there's suggestions that they're getting bought off by the government. Pork barrel. Pork barrel politics. It's like yes. the West Wing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and Caroline Flint has said, well, so what? You know, I, yeah. I want money for my, my uh, constituency. Yeah. Why not? Sam was making this point last week that, yeah, like if you're going to get into bed with a Tory, you've got to get some, some money for some it in a, in a less grim yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> in a less grim way than I just explained. Yeah, like you need some new schools or like no potholes or something that really matters. And as we, we've discussed before, it's, it's just the numbers game. Yeah. So if you're not going to win over the hard right Brexiteers, no. um, then win over buy off whatever some yeah, whatever, labor yeah. labor rebels to um yeah to she get, just needs numbers and it doesn't really matter to get where they your come amendment from now. so it's all it's a numbers game it just depends how many labor mps um can be back, bought but yeah back i love where all this so. cash is coming from um what do you think about vince cable's threat there's going to be a new centrist party you always get this uh i feel like it's been the observer splash for the last yeah, two years you always get this at times of Times of crisis, times of change. That there's going to be a new party, but what you know, what what do they stand for? Centrist ads, just yeah, like sensible policies, no down to the wire. I mean, back in back in the early '80s, when the SDP was formed, you know, there there was a real, they had a real thing, they had a real kind of uh, reason to um, reason to form a party, and they had clear ideas. And I'm not sure this is just. I think this is just. Um, Kind of the backwash from, Bre- you know, Brexit. Do you think it might happen? He's saying he's got twenty Labour MPs, not to mention five Tories, ready to resign. Yeah, resign the whip and sit as a new centrist group in the next few months. Should get that right. I don't know. I've, I've, in my short time in um, politics, I've this. I've heard this before heard that before. The, a new parties can be formed, mm. and um, it never seems to materialise. Um, I would just wait and see. Okay. Um, did you see all those charming videos of, from 2009 of Jeremy Corbyn calling the EU Fleetingly, a um, military yes, Frankenstein? Yeah. Fleeting, That's great news, isn't it? It's got a few problems. Yeah. 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 We love video, obviously. Um, okay. Martin, might there be a general election? There were whispers over the weekend, weren't there? There were whispers. There were strong whispers over the weekend. Yeah. Snap um, election. Let's do it. Uh, I was in a briefing yesterday and uh, Prime Minister's spokesman categorically slapped it down said absolutely no way they're planning for a, a June election some ministers have come out Sajid Javid uh, Liz Truss has also said that you know no no one in their right mind um, within the certainly within the Tory party will you want say that but could the manifesto not just be the deal that they get and then that and then that actually if they get elected on it that's the mandate to do it well yeah like last week Sam was like no one wants an election and I believed it but now I've been thinking about it more and I think maybe it would be a good way to push the deal through Kind Possibly, of. but you look at the, the the polls at the moment. There, there was one poll out at the weekend um, suggesting that the Tory party is seven points clear. But yeah, I think times. if you take in all the polls, yeah. uh, if you do a poll of polls, it puts them pretty much neck and neck. And all the experts are saying that that would be hung parliament territory again. Oh, and God. That didn't work out so well. Not exactly what we want at the moment, is it? So no, we're not very good at cross-party consensus, unless you're in a WhatsApp group. Okay, fine. So you and think the Tories, don't, Tories blew a 21-point lead last time. So, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. I, th- <laughs> I think they're very... They, they got, got their fingers burned last time. So you don't think? So I would say it's highly unlikely, but... 
again, is again, possible. Martin. Anything is possible these days. You never know. Okay. Last week, Philip Hannon was talking about technical extensions, just buying us a few extra weeks to just kind of clear all this, this little Brexit matter up. Do you think we might get that? When I walked into the office yesterday, yeah. um, that seemed very much at the forefront of everyone's thinking. Oh, and really? It looked like you just get a, a feeling of that could happen. 24 hours later, it's less likely, but it's just overtaken by, I guess, the news cycle and Theresa yeah. May going to Northern Ireland. And I would, I would say it's more likely than a general election. But more likely than no deal? Yeah. You think, ex- oh, really? Because we were saying, like, over the weekend, you'd expect more Tories to have been, like, wheeled out on those shows people love to, to use this kind of language and kind of, like, normalise it. But we haven't really heard it no. since last Thursday in the Today programme. I don't know. I'm yeah. No, I, I just... I mean, it would be great. I mean, number 10 were... Well, that, that was very embarrassing. We were just moved on from our broadcasting spot just while we were in the middle of Martin telling us all about the technical extension that we haven't heard of, haven't heard about really since last Thursday. Martin? Yes, well, um, <laughs> so yeah, awful. after we unceremoniously <laughs> uh, moved really on there. really bad, yeah. Due to technical, uh, for technical reasons. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think that it could happen, more likely than a general election, more likely than no deal. Yeah. Um, but perhaps less likely than yesterday. Uh, it's just the way, the m- funny how the mood changes here. Um, yeah. I'm sorry I can't be more specific on That's that. That's all right. But we do so. put you on, on the <laughs> spot quite often. Um, okay, so in a week's time, Martin, we'll be back here, <laughs> unless that man has anything to do with it. Um, what will have happened? What are you ex- What's going to come out of Northern Ireland today? Are we expecting May to deliver the speech of a lifetime? I, I do. Th- I'm not sure that's going to happen. No, no, no. But I do think some significant things will happen in in the next few days yeah Theresa May's going to be she's in Northern Ireland now she's going to be going to Brussels potentially she might be going to the Republic of Ireland the Republic of Ireland my goodness Um, nothing's been confirmed Um, Ireland have been quite hardline on on opening the withdrawal agreement and any changes so um, but certainly going to Brussels will be a big thing and she will anything she gets out of it. She will claim as um, uh, a concession and a, concession, a victory. Yeah. And then she'll come. We'll, as as we discussed earlier, we'll, she'll come back to Parliament on next week on the thirteenth, and maybe with a new, a new Brexit, a new kind of meaningful uh, alternative, uh, meaningful alternative, meaning, meaningful alternative, and then we could see the Valentine's Day vote. Excellent. Um, oh, we've got everything to look forward to then. So I do think things will change. There, there'll be some significant things Changes. in the next week, but whether we'll be any clearer about what's going to happen after mm. in a week's time. Just quickly before we go, cause I when we spoke about this, we were both pretty certain that the Yvette Cooper and Nick Bowles thing would pass, and obviously it just like really flopped. Did you did what, what did you think of that? Did you, were you surprised that that got defeated, or do you think it was? Do you think Corbyn never really backed it in the first place? It's, it's really strange how even during because there was so much momentum during that day, what you hear, the word that you hear around Parliament MPs talking that yeah, it was going to get through. Then yeah. it wasn't. It was quite surprising that the Brady Amendment got right got voted through. So you really just don't know just what's going to happen. No. Um, and there's just so many factions and 
yeah, yeah. it's just it is like a crap spy novel at this point isn't it or a bad romance um, okay Martin that was great thank you for thank coming you. back to the podcast I know you're a high flyer these days but we appreciate you taking <laughs> the time <laughs> and we'll see you this time next week thank you for listening to Brexit the final countdown if you like what you heard make sure you click subscribe and if you really enjoyed it you could always leave us a review